You're listening to the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Harden, and I'm so glad you showed up for our relationship chat today, as well as for you and your people. We're all about living intentionally here so you can experience joy and balance in your relationships once again or for the very first time. Be sure you hang with us on our social media platforms. And if you like research like I do, make sure you check out our website at enneagramandmarriage.com for our weekly newsletter, freebies, and so much more, as well as at Instagram and Facebook. We have so many goodies to share with you. Let's dive right in together. Hello guys, I'm so excited for you to join me for this special episode inside the heart of the Enneagram and Marriage, your guide to thriving together in your unique pairing. Today we're diving deep into the heart space. You know, I love hacking my way through solutions for you in my thinking space, but we brought this book out as a body, as a collective, and we also deserve to have that physical tangibility and the uh, the thinking hacks, yes, but also the heart dive. So that's what today is all about, opening our hearts together. Thank you for meeting me on the page and in this journey. I hope that you're already able to enjoy it if you have it in hand. If you don't yet, it should be coming any day. I know some of the Baker people got theirs and then some from Amazon are getting theirs today. So I'm so excited. Or maybe you have it and you're listening later. I have my copy right here. I am just beyond words. But thankfully, I do have some left. But you get my point. I'm in the heart space with you and all the connecting uh, as well. So we're going to walk through the pages together today, chapter by chapter, briefly, very briefly, and also just you know give you some encouragement for uh, what you'll find, as well as even a bit of the heart stories within the pages that were vulnerable to share. I already had one friend say, oh my gosh, Krista, I had no idea. And I'm like... <gasps> Yeah, my family was there, but you, you know, you don't see those things because thinking types don't share that. We have a lot of seven, eight, uh, six, you know, we're always thinking, what will happen if I share this or that? Um, in the five space, of course, wanting the privacy. So it was really beautiful to have somebody to help me dig deep. And that's exactly why I picked Stephanie Duncan Smith. Uh, and I was so grateful she picked me. Uh, because you have to have both ways. If you're gonna work with somebody on a project, you can't force yourself on anybody and you have to be humble. And so I'm so grateful. Uh, that I got to work with somebody. It's a privilege to do our work, right? We know a lot of people would like to be doing their personality work or their deep dives with us. And yet they're just like, I don't have, I'm at the bottom rung of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And I don't have that capacity to do that. But if you're listening here, at least to some degree, here's a good reminder. We do have some choices out there. So we, we also want to remember that what will be, will be as we do our best on our side to try to connect well and to try to have meaningful relationships. So that's the first and foremost heart behind this book. And I'm so grateful for all who have partnered here. I had my uh, fun Gilmore Girl season track going for all the hundred or so launch team members who were sharing books. And uh, I put a little track together of my actual launch team of 42 sharing their books. And it was such a delight. But thank you if you were on that team or the hundred who are sharing or the beyond hundred who are listening. Know that I am playing that internal Gilmore Girls fall track for you where she's like, love. La, la, la. Okay, that is not the best rendition. I will have to belt it out. You don't want that, trust me. But you get the point. That song is beautiful and it gets us into our heart space. 
to be able to uh, just just say like connection. And that's why I love that show because the mom and the daughter connect on a heart level amidst all the heartache of love. And so that's what we do here together too, is amidst the heartache that love can bring sometimes, we connect with people that feel safe and that care about us and that want what's good and right for us. And that's that mind, body, heart. So in the book, The Enneagram in Marriage, um, I wanted to bring that to you because I was doing my work and learning that, you know, this was a great tool for refining those nuances together. I knew that we needed the emotionally focused therapy work when I was doing my graduate school. And that's why I specialized in EFT. But to dig into feelings is part of it all too, and the body work. So we do that here together on the page. Um, but to get to the heart space, I opened you guys up with a, uh, a story about when I was not willing to connect in my heart space. And even our heart types out there, I want to remind you, have trouble with this because they're too busy reading the feelings of others. Um, but right away, I'm just going to read some headings and start you off with my um, passage that I really meant every word of when I share this here, who this book is dedicated to. This is dedicated to the brave souls out there who faithfully rise each day to share their beautiful gifts amid the shadows. Your courage is my muse, and it is my honor to walk alongside you here. Not going to get emotional. However, that makes me a little bit emotional. So yay, we're just going to play through this <laughs> But because I don't want to cry through the whole episode. But um, that courage that my couples have shared with me over the years. Okay. Yeah, that's my why. So every step I take, I'm looking to you guys. Um, knowing you're doing the same thing, it really matters. So, okay. <laughs> I'm probably going to take out half of that pause that I just had before to try to pull it together here. But um, that really is it. That could be this whole episode to say, like, it matters to me that you're trying out there because it makes the world so much more beautiful. And so I shared some of my vulnerable stories, not that many because, you know, I'm a seven, I'm not going to be that vulnerable, but I did share some and that was good for me. That was progress. And of course, I always have that backlash of knowing you're a seven. People are like, you're a storyteller. You're going to tell too many of your own stories. So I had to hold that intention, know that I did. Um, <laughs> these are the the um, other pieces, but know that the stories were very real. Know that I wanted to share some stories about Wes's hard stuff. <laughs> and so then I had to sit with that and be like, okay, this isn't like his book and he's not here to defend, even though he was like, that's fine. You can. Um, but I did try to share some of our, um, our shadows together. And I tried to share um, some of our pieces so that you could see and feel like you're not alone out there doing the work. Because I know that's always the hardest for me and worst is when I read a marriage book from a couple who's like, we've arrived or when I read a marriage book from a couple who's like, we're a complete hot mess. So um, not that we don't have days like that, but I just think that as humans, <clears throat> we have those days. Um, but I, I really did not write the book from that place. And I really wrote the book from the place of doing the work with courage with you. So you are my muse. I hope I can be yours as well because we're on this journey together. Um, so in these pages, um, we have the stages of your relationship glow across time. You probably know when I say glow, I mean the way your light together shines uniquely and your shadow. Um, next, we have the Enneagram and levels of relationship health and marriage so that sometimes when we're looking at ourselves, we're thinking I'm thriving, I'm rocking this and why aren't you? This gives us a little library to say, 
actually, you might be more stressed than you realize if you're running around frenetically and not stopping working in your three or seven or eight space. Or, you know, there's just, there's hallmarks that I've gotten to see in research with so many, thank you, hundreds and thousands of people. Um, next, there is learning to love one another with head, heart, body, and soul. And so when we are able to really see some tangible ways to walk this out together, which I share here, to balance together, uh, we're learning to lean on each other for teaching us these things. For me as a head type, I need my heart types to teach me that. They need me to help them to critically think. And we all need our body types to help us to move, to get going, to bring justice. So we're balancing that with soul care because that's part of everything we do. And you don't have to share my Christian faith to walk through these pages at all. I tried to make it uh, amenable for everybody, but I also want you to know there is a sense of releasing some of this to God. Now, fighting for your survival is my favorite chapter. I get to talk about my grandma. Um, she was from Croatia. Some of you know her stories. And she was so quirky. And I loved her so much. And I still do love her and think about her and her strong faith and also her crazy habits that made me who I am today, just along with my parents. And I think of yours, too. This is a really important chapter for those who sort of forget that it's not just our parents, but many generations back who have given us our survival skills. And a lot of those are really good. So when you're in that stage of writing off everything your parents did for you, just remember that um, to come back around with some examples and healthy boundaries of your own so that you can move forward in health. And um, so that's that's a chapter I don't want you to skip because those are pieces of your story that are landing you in trouble and getting you stuck sometimes. And um, you've got to do the work. You've got to do the work to change the unhealthy patterns in your family of origin and to, to really do your work, not just point out your spouse's work, which is always our temptation, always. Um, so when we're talking about our next chapter, we're talking about throwing shade. In this chapter, I talk about conflict and I use the story of my son's birth to really show you how Wes and I did not have our emotions showing and our emotions don't show sometimes. And it can be very uh, good and very painful. And sometimes it can cost us our relationship when we're not careful, when we don't speak out what's really going on under the surface. So I think that's that one is other than the four, sixes and eights of us out there. Um, and even them, sometimes we can forget to show and be vulnerable with our emotions. So don't forget that chapter. Okay, so we're next talking about throwing shade and making sure that as a couple, we understand in conflict, we need several different pieces. And if any of those three pieces are missing, our conflict is not going to be handled most of the time the way it needs to be. It's going to be uh, not have depth. It's going to not have a through line. It's not going to have the hope that's needed in conflict when times get dark. So don't skip that chapter. Even if you don't like conflict, I know you don't like it. Nobody does, but we do need it. Um, okay. Now soul care and marriage talks about your vices and your virtues. So essential that you remember, it's not just you doing your work in a vacuum. This is you and your partner. So I walk out ways that shows up in marriage with vices and how to walk through with great techniques to your virtues. Um, now that is the main basic sort of work of the Enneagram along with helping your, your fixations, your thinking patterns. So make sure you are really paying attention there. Um, and then my last chapters here are about shining brighter as you heal emotional wounds together so that you can truly do the layered work. There's often many layers to the hurts we share together as couples. So instead of just giving this quick dive into like, oh, conflict triad, you know, heart triad, survival triad. Now we're going, all right, and what's left still? I've gotten my basics. I know the signals. I know the triggers. I know what's happening, but I have some deep 
wounds. And I need to work through those too. And so I have been very, I will say the word blessed. Um, it's been hard to work through those and walk through those. I wish none of us ever had those to do, but we do. So I've walked through a lot of those with Wes. There'll probably be more to come as much as I would like to be an idealist and say, never, we're going to be perfect. Uh, those things come and they're important. And sometimes it's not just about sharing and doing that emotional root canal. Sometimes it's about healing, forgiving, um, and finding out. I love to use uh, that word redemption because what can we do to redeem? We are forgiven, but how can we reconnect? How can we find each other again? That's going to be the work of this chapter, even in your own heart and in your own work. Um, You doing this book on your own is okay. That's fine. Sometimes our spouses are doing the work with us, but they're not readers. And uh, however you guys land is okay with me. Um, Okay, but also now we go to this afterglow, this lighting the path for the journey ahead. We look at how can we keep our relationship window of tolerance open so that we can thrive together for the long haul? What will it take to reuptake us on a daily basis? And what is the best long-term growth mindset so that we're not stuck into uh, this Maslowian hierarchy of ideology only versus the practical, hard, gritty love that cares about each other even through the very roughest of days? Other than that, I have what some people maybe bought the book for, and, and that is the Glow Pairing Dictionary, varying hues in each of the 45 pairings. So I go through a mini treatment plan for every single one of the pairings, whether you're a five, nine, a three, seven, wherever you're at, it's important that you know that there's hope and a way out of the shadows and the throwing shade into your 2.0, into your afterglow. But I also understand those early stages and I walk you through those too and the ways you shine and heal each other. So I know that after you've immersed in the work, you come out brighter on the other side, but I've given you some tools and some reminders of what you can do when you're stuck in those places so that you really have this, like I said, mini treatment plan. So you can screenshot this for your therapist, your coach, you You can get them a copy. You can say, hey, look, you might want to grab this as a resource uh, because this person or, like I said, community put together a lot for us to do our work with. And um, there's heart in it. And as you heard, there's a lot of love because I really love and respect those people that are trying. I know relationships are hard. I know this because not just from all the literature I've read, I think about right now, it's coming in my mind, uh, C.S. Lewis's analogy where he's like, you know, everyone's going farther and farther away in his book, which is not aptly titled The Great Divorce, um, <laughs> but it's The Divorce of Heaven and Hell. And he's like, you know, we just want to be on our little islands. And I often feel that way in a very Frodo way where I'm like, oh my gosh, from Lord of the Rings, like, I just want to go do this journey myself. And yet there's this pause that reminds me that it's holier to walk with others, that it's better to shine together. And nowhere, like I said, was this more true than with my launch team, watching how much bigger our impact could expand when we work together. Even when my family sort of burnt out, because we also have Hannah's 18th birthday this week. And uh, there's just so much going on for her birthday. And it was just the day that, you know, the launch happened. It's, it's you get your day. It also happened to be the date of 11 years of my local private practice. So I want to make sure that, you know, I'm loving on my local team that, uh, and they're just supporting this book right now. They're not like needing anything. We had a meeting a couple weeks ago, but they're such angels and Hannah is needing something. She's crossing into adulthood at 18. But even when, uh, I was just praying like, okay, God, like here's a lot on my plate this week. Um, we're going to be taking her and four friends plus Jack's inviting a friend to go hiking, uh, this weekend. Um, that's what she wanted to do up in Georgia. 
And she's going to try to get her mom to zip line. I don't know if that's going to happen, but because um, I don't like to be constrained. <laughs> I'm like all the hiking in the world. Yes. Um, but you get my point. Like, I can't wait for that. It's going to be such a release and a relief. But the wonderful launch team doing their part, even like I'm going to say it like they don't have to do their part. Like if you're listening and you're a launch team member, you didn't have to do anything. And yet you showed up and it just brought I'm not going to have tears again, but it brought tears to my eyes to see that as a prayer answered when my family really needed to be where they needed to be. And even when I needed to be with Hannah, like she wanted to read from a book, one of the listeners here actually reminded me of, which was Hind's Feet on High Places. And she finished it in her 18th birthday and she wanted to serve us communion um, and just really have a wonderful slow breakfast. And, um, you know, she's a four and she wanted to then go to church and then go to Cheesecake Factory and she doesn't know it, but I have a very special gift for her after church. Um, and that's very sentimental. And so it's like, I really want to make sure that they're cared for and that they're focused on even in this big time. And yet I just felt like such love from this community. And I just wanted to stop and say that for another internal story. The stories are real. It's ongoing. And there's been deep breaths there. And I've had to share a bit emotionally as well as know girl, you're a seven, ask for help outside of your little family. And that's been very hard and humbling and good for me because guess what? It turns out other people. And so do I, we feel blessed when we share together. So it's a good reminder for us to reach out and to ask and to be uh, there for each other. But my biggest heart for you today is find your stories within the pages of this book. Take your time with it. Don't feel like I'm rushing you through. Um, I am going to say, leave your reviews before the trolls come. If you can on Amazon Goodreads, um, please share it around. If you know anybody who needs relationship tools or this holiday for book gifts, um, I'm just grateful. So I want to make sure that I don't rush ahead, that I stay with it, that I share from the heart space so that you know uh, this is a project that was built with love. So anyway, thank you so much for this time together. You guys mean the world to me, as does my family. Um, And I am so grateful for our fun launch Zoom party we have tonight. And my local friends are having one for me tomorrow night. And um, I'm just enjoying uh, this space with all of you and uh, my family too. Okay, lots of love. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening with us. It was so wonderful to have you. I love knowing we're doing this journey together, not perfectly, but with love, grace, and hopefully some fun too. If you love today's episode, make sure you leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcast or Spotify so others can find it too. Visit our show notes so you can get all the links from today's show as well as EnneagramandMarriage.com, the Instagram, the Facebook, and all over the place. Make sure you spread the word. Love living intentionally with you. Bye-bye.